0: So, you're a teacher. You and uh, Lindsay are teachers. And so, it's weird. It's like a... I don't understand unions, but, like, everything you do is not through the school you work for. It's through the union, right? And the union has a contract with the school. How does that
1: work? Yeah. I I think it's an agreement. Yeah. I would say at the very basic level, yeah, it's a contract of sorts. But, like, all of
0: your benefits are handled through the union, not, like... Yeah, but is there, there was like a rep at the school, four. like if you have questions about your payroll or your benefits, do you call somebody downtown? Well, see, do now you- this
1: is where I feel like I should have a little bit more information. Um, A few years ago, there was something passed where basically you don't you're not forced to pay union dues or be part of the union. Right. Mm. So you can opt out and then your dues aren't taken out of your paycheck. Uh, however, if you go to reach out to your local rep, like there's a couple of people that I could reach out to today and get a response by morning. Um, they're not obligated to help you. And so people that have questions about things, they, they would say, you know, I'm because so, you're not in the, yeah, it, you're like. not, you, you, you were previously, you were obligated to pay and you were, whether mm-hmm. or not you wanted it, like there were people that knew exactly what they wanted. And they, they said, I don't need anyone to fight for me. I can take care of myself. And so a big enough group came about that, yeah, they they work I that see. in. I see.
0: And so, would they be being paid by the district then, or how are they getting paid? Because the union pays you, right? Your paycheck comes from. No, the, the in district
1: the union, pays me. There's certain amounts taken out of my paycheck that go to the union, and the union does what then? The union like, advocates for us. So every they and they have they have um, obligations that they have to meet at contract updates. Every year we have to come to an agreement before we can go to work, like you know salaries and increases mm-hmm. and things like that. So as long as they can justify number of
0: kids per classroom, etc. Exactly. So just, as long
1: as they can yeah. justify the, the weight that they're carrying and and all of the the things that they're doing for us. then oh, okay. yeah. So I'm I,
0: I was overcomplicating it. Really, like your payroll, everything, your insurance is handled through the district.
1: Correct. Got it. Okay,
0: and then like. Do you have, like, Kaiser, or do you have, like, you have an HMO we have or a PPO? PPO? I feel like Yeah, we're people, able to get the PPO. PPO. That means that you have to go, like, find a doctor, and then once you see your doctor, then he's like, oh, you need to go see a podiatrist. Then you got to go find a podiatrist
1: on your own as opposed to, like, an so HMO have, Kaiser yeah, where, like, it, I just
0: go to the fourth floor.
1: I could, and I, I used to go through my GP every time, and then my mother-in-law, who's a, a retired nurse, she says, you can go see a specialist direct if you know what you want, if you know what you need to get mm. done, right? So then I'll mm-hmm. just go on to Anthem. And I'll check out, you know, in my area, what if, if it's a podiatrist in my area, I'll search mm-hmm. podiatrist and it'll give health ratings, you know, people. It's just like it's almost mm-hmm. like a more specific Yelp. And so they'll got they'll it. check that out and and have their ratings and everything. And I'll say, Oh, this this person is uh two streets down from me. So I'm just gonna go check them out. Yeah. Know?
0: I always get like so I'm I'm over here on Medicare. I go now, luckily, like so last year Susie was not full-time and I was. Yet my company is in Phoenix and does not offer Kaiser locally because they're in Phoenix. They're not here. And so I've had Kaiser my entire, not in my entire life, but ever since I've ever had to go to the doctor, I've go to Kaiser. And so I go to one place and it's like, Oh, you need to go see so-and-so on the fourth floor. You need to go to the, the building across the street. Like every, it's like McDonald's of Medicare and I love it. Um, (laughs) But then this past year, it was like, I could go, I could have gone PPO, but that we've got a specialist for West. Susie has specialists that it's taken years to find these people. you, they know you, they know your your situation, and we would have had to go figure out all this stuff again, and that just didn't sound appealing. So I ended up going through um, uh, uh, Covered California, and there's all this stuff you got to read, and it's like, you know, what type of, you know, gold, silver, platinum plan, and all this stuff right. that your employer usually takes care of, and so you're reading all this paperwork, and I mean, there's so many steps, and they label them in a way, and it's... Ugh. But even when you're just at part A, it's hard.
2: <laughs> this is Jimmy Pup.
1: Yeah, man. I am
0: thoroughly <laughs> confused by um, – that's why I ended up staying because I was like, no, PPO's giving me palpitations. I need to just stay what, what I need. Hey, know. if you've spent so all that up time out of pocket.
1: gathering, you know, gaining uh, trust and then getting to know yeah. Your, your Yeah. Well, and then what providers. was weird is
0: we had one – we had one FSA provider at the beginning of the year, and we switched. and It's a, a health saving HSA health savings account, mm-hmm. and so the whole idea is that you could pay pre tax. You could pay your medical expenses pre tax out of this saving this health savings account. Our old health, our old HSA coverage would let me pay my premium out of the HSA, so I was paying my that's nice Kaiser my covered California bill pre tax money. And I was like, "This is great." I mean, you know, I'm paying for it still, right? But at least it's pre-tax, right? My the new place that we switched to was like flagging them all, and they're like, "No, this isn't covered. Your 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 health insurance premiums aren't covering that." Was such a pain in the ass. So luckily, Susie's full time now, back on Kaiser, legit out of her paycheck, and that's oh nice good, and- well good man. But yeah, I ended up putting all that on a really really low interest card, but I got to pay it off like. <laughs> And it's expensive, man, health insurance. So, yeah, it was telling anyway, um, We have a couple of emails. You want to do the email Yeah, bag?
1: let's do it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll do the first one only because I feel like you're more familiar with what's going on in that second one. Yes. Okay. Sure. So let's go to, man, we get a lot of emails in here. Let's just <laughs> go to another page.
0: Uh, six days ago. Jake right. from
1: State Farm here. No, <laughs> yeah. we got Jake <laughs> T. O'Donnell from just under a week ago. Uh, Jake says this Hey, David. My bad, I think I missed your deadline for tonight's About Congratulations. It slipped my mind. You have some of my thoughts in my top 100. It's one of their best politically motivated songs. A tour, a true tour de force. Kind of like "Pass the Baby's Cousin. I also love that it's maybe the only song in their catalog where Rick gets a chance to be the only one playing for a few seconds. It would probably be a 75 to 100 candidate on an updated list. Again, sorry if I missed the recording. Hopefully you can still use this later. Take care, Jake. And we could certainly use it later and there it is yes um nice so a
0: uh a uh what is that a 25th percentile or a 75th percentile track Mm -hmm. yep top quarter so yeah solid placing next let me find out what video this was a comment on so i can give you a little more context here we basically got an email response to a comment we left on somebody's youtube video i think at least a year ago and uh It was about wanting to hear more of this entire show. Okay. Jimmy Eat World at Wayne Firehouse, New Jersey. Um, This this show, I'll I'll listen to a little bit of it here. This was Digits, the intro to Digits. This video was posted July 20th, 2006 by Andrews Pratt. And Chris C. had commented, Nine years ago, I have the full audio to the show. Wish I had the video. I was there and it was a memorable show. There were something like seven other bands on the bill that forced the band to go on late. So their set was cut off by the county curfew. <laughs> Bummer. Great show, though. The band themselves even acknowledge it whenever they visit the area. So there were four comments. Uh, Chris Herring said, two years ago says, dude, I used to have the audio, but lost it over the years. I know you posted this comment six years ago, but if you see this, help me out. And then seven months ago, we replied, would love the audio to this show. And Chris just responded yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I never saw the reply to this. So we seven months ago, not quite a year. Uh, I never saw the reply to this. I just emailed you in case you're still looking for the audio of this show. Um, and so here is, yeah, his response. Hey, saw your post from this past summer. I didn't notice anyone replying to my reply from six years ago. Uh, if you're still looking for this Wayne Firehouse show, just let me know. I can Dropbox or send it via my iCloud. Yes, please. Yes, we'll take it.
1: <laughs> hey, look, that's even a response. That's even an auto response there from Gmail. Yes, please. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was how I used it. Yeah. Um and uh and so yeah,
0: and everyone's seeing behind the scenes. No one's uh, no one's chatting me yet, but uh I am screen sharing all my stuff. At least I use one password so no one's seeing my uh my passwords. Yeah, between one password and my fingerprint, I think we're good. Um, uh, oh, I, uh, I don't know. If we had started recording, but yeah, this is our first episode we're ever, like live streaming, and I'm sharing my screen, so everyone's gonna be able to see how the sausage is made here. Um, <laughs> yes, I love know? the analogy. One of my favorite. <laughs> the ones. last thing, I, I feel like it's it's kind of crazy that like next week starts the last three songs. Yeah, and so it's like what are we doing next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what. Do we take like a month off and then start doing the records in full, like an episode per record? Or like, what do we do? I
1: think we take a little bit of time off and then also see if, and, and maybe not even, well, I'm sure we'll mention it on the, on the episodes, but if we didn't really make it a huge announcement about it, I wonder who would ask. <laughs> so what's coming up next? Yeah, I know. You know, just to um, see, well, that's true.
0: Uh, um, I did wonder, like, if anybody wanted to call and leave, like, their favorite memories of the podcast, maybe we could play them on the last episode. Yeah. Or do, like, uh, you, Lindsay had a great idea of what we could do, uh,
1: after the show. Uh, what did she say? The After the Rose episode. Oh, yes. The After the After the Rose or whatever it was. <laughs> after the After the Rose, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, like a recap, uh, remember that one time when this happened? Yeah. Type of episode. Um, yeah. So we could play voicemails on that. But anyway, if anybody wanted to 44 J E pod, uh, leave a voicemail and your favorite memories from the show. City Hawkins pod gets a lot of voicemails. We don't get many.
1: They do. Oh, good. Yeah. I feel like they have the same. I feel as though they have the same listenership as we do, but mm-hmm. maybe their, their community is a little more active. I think their uh, community is more, uh, uh, engaged in that way.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there it is. Uh, uh, Well, without any further ado, let's start our fourth to last episode um, with some chat GPT research. Here's what I told the prompt to chat GPT was, tell me about Jimmy Eat World's cover of Party Hard by Andrew WK. And it gave me like five paragraphs of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what, though? I'm going to go ahead and copy and paste it and let you give it a spin. All right. I'm always reading these things, but let's have you. uh... All
1: right. There's that. There's that wall of text. Hit us. With Here we it. go. Wow. Jimmy World's cover of "Party Hard" by Andrew WK was released as a bonus track on the Japanese version of their 2001 album "Bleed American." <laughs> Already, <laughs> it's knocking it out of the park. The cover was also included on the band's 2007 compilation album "The Middle: A Retrospective." The original version of "Party Hard" was a massive hit for Andrew WK, known for its high energy, catchy chorus, and party anthem lyrics. Jimmy World's cover of the song stays true to the original, with lead singer Jim Adkins putting his own spin on the vocals. The cover is a perfect match for Jimmy World's sound, with the band's signature guitar riffs and driving rhythms adding a new dimension to the already infectious song. The cover is a fan favorite, often played at the band's live shows and praised for its ability to get the crowd moving and energized. One interesting fact about the cover is that Andrew W.K. himself is a big fan of it. In an interview with the AV Club, he stated that he loved the cover and felt that it captured the spirit of the original while adding a unique twist. Overall, Jimmy Eat World's cover of Party Hard is a fun and energetic addition to their discography, showcasing the band's ability to take on songs outside of their usual genre and making them their own. It's a must-listen for fans of both Jimmy Eat World and Andrew WK.
0: I mean, other than some factual errors there, I think that's pretty well
1: written. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't even think to look and see what Andrew W.K. thought of the
0: song. Did you? And I'm looking it up now. Okay, yeah. While you look that up, I'll go over some stats here. (laughs) (laughs) So the song Party Hard was originally written by Andrew W.K. It appeared on his record, Get Wet, which was released October 29th, 2001. Um, uh, For Jimmy Eat World, this was on the Live at Metropolis Studios uh, 10-inch uh, vinyl, which was uh, it was backing all the way stay. So all the way stay was backed with uh, Party Hard cover. Um, it also appeared on the surviving Japanese uh, release, um, which was which actually came out before the 10 inch did to the public. So we'll talk about. I, I didn't even give. <laughs> I had a weird day, man, and maybe you did. I didn't do a ton of information about, I think I copied and pasted it from Wikipedia, but about when they recorded this. So they recorded this live to vinyl at Metropolis Studios in England, and the people who got to go to that show, which was like a very small handful of people, walked away that day with a vinyl, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There was of well, that, that performance yes, that they and just that,
1: saw. There was content on the Facebook group about that, which is pretty cool to hear that firsthand.
0: Do we are oh, do we
1: have yeah. that to go over yes later? We okay, do. cool. Yeah,
0: so so we'll get into that. Um, but then it came out for everyone else to hear on uh, so it came out for everyone else to hear for the first time outside of that studio recording on the surviving Japanese release, which was November twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Then in February of twenty twenty. The uh, the 10-inch was up for sale on their website, and uh, I have a copy of it. I think it was really expensive at first, and then I think I got it, I think it was 50 bucks, which I was like, eh, that's very expensive for two songs, but uh, I am hosting, I am one half of a hosting duo of a Jimmy <laughs> World podcast. I kind of have to have it. Um, so uh, I'll go to the Discogs page, which has a ton more information about who kind of worked on it. So uh, it was pressed by Optible Media, GmbH. Uh, It was mastered by Stuart Hawks, recorded by Paul Norris. I guess producer is listed as Jimmy Eat World. And uh, here's what they say on Discogs. Recorded live to vinyl at Metropolis Studios in partnership with MasterCard Priceless Cities on the 20th of October, 2019. Per the band's social media post, initial copies were given to audience members and the remaining copies were sold online through the Jimmy Eat World official merch store. B-Side ends in a locked groove with Jim Atkins saying, we were sort of a medium party band in a loop. So <laughs> I was I trying to, to find to put that. the vinyl on so that. we could hear that. I'm going to. Yeah, so right. You're going to have to put up with me going and putting the vinyl down on the record player and listening to that so we can hear it. Uh, okay. And I, think I mean, I'm fine with since that. We're, since we're since we're video recording, I'll uh, I'll do a live opening cuz I don't think I've opened the vinyl. Um Oh, sweet. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to peep that. Uh remind and me. This to is the gold one. Before.
1: This is the gold
0: I think vinyl. so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um all right, live release. <laughs> why not? I mean, it's still for sale on their store, so if I want to buy it again and keep a sealed one, I could. <laughs> um uh written by Andrew WK. Yeah. Um uh, uh okay, uh label. It's licensed to RCA records and exotic location recordings owns both the phonographic copyright and the copyright for this. Um, no demo, Uh, the original song, I guess is the demo. Um, uh, they've played it four times. First time, October 20th, 2019 at Metropolis studios in London, England. Most recently played December 3rd, 2019 at the Westcott theater in Syracuse, New York. Uh, no notable high notes or low notes listed on that one website. Uh, this was wild to me. The listeners... Now, I guess it's not widely available. Like, is it on Spotify? It is not, no. It's not on Apple Music. So I guess this is why. <laughs> Across, like, six different entries on Last.fm, it's about 20 listeners and 107 scrobbles. Yeah. it's <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. So I don't know if, like, it is up on YouTube, so how many does the YouTube, uh, play have? Let's take a look at that real quick. Uh, I'm going to go into my party herd. Uh, okay. So the Andrew WK music video has 20 million views, which is hilarious. Um, there's a couple live versions that I've found here. Okay. This one, even this, this is the, the like the one, and I'm pretty sure you use this one for your rave DJ. The Ethan Callings uploaded it three years ago and it only has 2.7,000 views. Um, so yeah, not, uh, that's not, the one
1: that's cut off, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Not super well known this song. No. Um so uh here it is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone
1: will hear it for the first time and we'll probably play it here. And uh um. did you mention at the bottom of the Discogs page I read this um from MJP seventy five. Just only May eleventh, twenty twenty one. I don't know when you bought yours. These are not sold out yet. Uh one hundred and twenty one one hundred and twenty one dollars seems like a bad deal, and it links over to the Kings Road merch, which when you go there, it's the fifty bucks, it's forty nine ninety nine like yeah. you paid.
0: So, yeah, I remember it being really expensive. Um, so maybe 121 seems like an odd number. I wonder
1: if that's I, yeah, exchange King, rate. I wonder if they though, somewhere else. He must have been, he must have linked, maybe he linked to Kings Road merch because wherever he was looking or wherever he was replying from, they were showing it as 121 bucks. Maybe that was eBay because mm-hmm. people were trying to hawk them right away. Turn yeah, them
0: around. Yeah, I could on Kings Road merch change it to like the EU store, but... I don't even see that vinyl on the EU store. So, what about the UK store?
1: Ah, yes. There we go.
0: Scrolling, scrolling.
1: Hello. Oh, look. (laughs) Oi.
0: Um. No, I don't see it. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'll check Australia, and then I'll be done. No.
1: Also, I checked. I used some quotes, and I uh, took the quotes out. There is no article that I could find with. <laughs> Andrew WK on AV Club, so I think it's spitting out some false information there. Oh uh, yeah, But did,
0: did he? What about Andrew WK in general? Like, did he ever mention
1: the Jimmy? I, I, I'll over? search for that one again. So I'm putting Andrew WK. Sure. Um, yeah. Party hard. I'll go to
0: his Twitter too.
1: I'll even put cover. I'll leave the quotes out. Andrew WK party hard cover. Um, it just goes to song meanings. The Reddit post that I went through. Guess guess spectacular. Yeah, there's nothing that looks like he's outright saying anything. It's just articles on the cover of it.
0: I don't think Andrew WK has a uh, Twitter account. Let's
1: see. Scott Heisel.
0: Oh, wait. This could be Andrew WK. No, only 328 followers? No way. I mean, I have questions about this, dude.
1: (laughs) You have questions about uh, Andrew WK? Yeah. Yeah. Well, after doing more research, I actually have more questions. I thought you said you were uh, you were excited. I'm interested to sh- in your takes <laughs> on on my take of Andrew WK. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I had no Scrobbles because of this. I only have it on vinyl, and I and I guess the version that we have on our Google Drive, um, and not on Spotify and not on Apple Music. So, um, tunebat had nothing on the Jimmy World version, um, in terms of uh, stat structure um stuff but they did have the android wk version and jimmy world's is pretty faithful to the original so um let's say e major key 12b camelot 162 bpm 305 duration and uh shall we go through the lyrics let's do it man i'm gonna open the genius page because there were some annotations here okay there oh i thought there was only one or two but yeah go ahead follow follow along with that Yeah, not too many that I was going to interrupt you the whole time, but... uh, Okay. (laughs) um, Like, the first line is annotated here.
1: Yeah, right? So, I don't think there's too much. I think this is very surface level. Uh, Andrew W.K. doing his best to put some lyrics to this music. All right, here we go. This is Party Hard. So, it starts off with that electronic, the robot, right, on the the Andrew W.K. version, which is not present Mm -hmm. in Jimmy World's cover. So, Jimmy World starts with this. You... You work all night, and when you're working, you feel all right. And when when things stop feeling all right, all right, then everything is all right. (laughs) I think what's being said here is just be you. If it feels good to work, that's all right. If that changes and work gets you down, move on to something else. That's all right too. It's kind of like whatever whatever uh, floats your boat, man. If 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 you want to party or if you want to just sit at home and watch some X Files, you know it's fine. That's all right. All right. Right. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. (laughs) Then we have what's labeled as a pre-chorus here. Because we will never listen to your rules. No. We will never do as others do. No. Know what we want and we get it from you. Do what we like and we like what we do. (laughs) I always love that turn of that do what we like and we like what we yeah. do so that's, let's get a party going. That's about
0: the only part of the song
1: I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the turn around after the pre-chorus, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I tried to find a couple of examples and we'll listen to them of of Awk showing off his his skills as a musician Prowess. outside. You know, because he he's very much like Dave Grohl in that he put this whole album together himself right he did all the parts did all the mm-hmm. the drumming piano parts guitar singing uh so in that regard he's very much like dave Grohl. um uh, mm-hmm. but i also feel like there's i don't know man the guy just kind of went off the went off the map and did he for to me yeah I like, i've heard like disappeared okay yeah. yeah he was a flash in the pan yes um and he did like i'll, I'll discuss a couple of things like when was it 2000 i think in the mid 2010s, up to 2015, I think he was still semi-relevant, and then kind of fell off. And uh, that's where I was kind of just reading up now, is some people on Reddit asking what the hell happened to him, because I have questions. Like you have, I have questions. You have questions. We'll get our questions answered. Yeah. Uh, so here, I think what he's saying is that you can't control us, and I think it's typical youngsters telling that the man to shove it. Like we don't need you, and if we do, we'll take yeah. what we want. The pre-chorus reads like a Beastie Boys song, very much so. Like, yeah. you can't control me. I'll party however I want. Uh, yeah. And if we do need you, we'll only take what we no need. No sleep till party hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then it gets into the into the chorus, which I only have, geez, I only have two things in here. So let's get a party going. Let's get a party going. Now it's time to party and we'll party hard. Party hard. Let's get a party going. Let's get a party going. When it's time to party, we will always party hard. <laughs> Party hard! It sounds like one of those uh, <laughs> like a chant that you go back and forth, like saying faster yeah. and faster with your friends to see who screws it up. It's like almost like an Irish drinking, song. exactly, exactly like that. And I think all he's saying here is just let's party, I think man. I would
0: like this more if it were like a Dropkick Murphys or a Flogging
1: Molly song. Yeah, maybe. And you know what? I wonder. <laughs> Well, I'll check and see if they if they've covered it. If you want to check it see. I looked they-
0: for the most famous covers. Those were the only ones I wanted to pull for this. I yeah. didn't want to pull a bunch of fame because there were no Jimmy world covers. Nah. So I was like, oh, who are the famous people that have covered this
1: song? Yes. So we'll get into that. Sweet. Okay, good. Uh all right. So then it's hey, it's party hard seven times. And then he goes, Hey, hey, hey. And the last verse, which is the last unique set of lyrics here, is all right. You, you fight that fight. And when you're fighting, you feel all right. But when, when things start feeling all right, all right, then everything is all right. (laughs) If things are going well, man, that's all right. If things aren't going so well, that's all right too. (laughs) For somebody who, with
0: no cynicism, with no irony, 100% seriously loves the movie, Dude, Where's My Car? You would think I would like this song. What what throws you off, or, or what what uh, makes it so you I'll, can't I'll get l- into it? But I'm just I'm just going in, like especially looking at the lyrics like this. It's so dumb and funny. Like, dude, where's my car? Is but dude, where's my car? Works for me, and this doesn't. And I it, we can get into it, but yeah, I, I I don't know why. I don't know. Ultimately, I don't know.
1: Okay. I mean that's it for the lyrics. There really isn't nothing much Oh, interesting. What is this that
0: it's annotated? Oh, okay. Uh when it's time to party we will always party hard party hard is annotated right here in the last chorus and it, and then the the genius annotation uh one contributor the real gold standard and I'm going to go ahead and give them an upvote from their negative 1 uh upvote here. Uh the annotation here is you should party hard when it is time to party. <laughs> so, you should. I think that's a uh, Like, that that comment is funnier than the whole song to me. (laughs) (laughs) You should party hard when it's time to party. So, yeah. So, let's get into it. Okay, Okay. here, I I wrote my take here, okay? And and I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget. I'm reading what I wrote. So, it it may not come off as sincere, but it's as sincere as it was when I wrote it. The song is so off-brand for me. (laughs) This has the whole vibe of toxic slash fake positivity, which I'm just so against and abhorred by in that it, it, and it probably comes from my dad being so toxically positive. If that's a word. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it maybe makes having that take of this song maybe makes me not fun or a party pooper or like, like not cool, but like, it's just not for me. And then I listened to the Jimmy world version. And I said, that said, I can see how other people might think it's fun. But I would 100% be the dude at the back of the room saying, I guess I'm glad everyone else is having (laughs) a good time. Because I I don't think it's a great musically. Like, I want it to go three other places it never goes. Like, there's a part where I'm expecting it to go to a minor and it doesn't. And I'm just like, that seems like a missed opportunity. (laughs) Like, it's just, it would be... I've never reached for this song, ever. Ever, and like when people were really into it, I was like, "What is this song?" And then I heard it, I was like, "No, <laughs> uh, no." I listened. It's odd to me that it came out in two thousand one. Yeah. I feel
1: like so it was really big in two thousand five. I want to look at this. No, well, okay, because I'll tell you, I remember my first memory of Andrew WK was at our table at lunch in high school. So this had to be two thousand. That seems like such a Brandon Bonfiglio
0: song. Yeah. But like I knew Brandon in college, not in high school.
1: Yeah. This no. This was two thousand one. So this was definitely this was the this was the year I was graduating. So this was. Yeah, I was a junior. Yeah. Yeah. This was two thousand and one that I had heard this. Um, and oh no, I was a senior. I was a senior as well.
0: October two
1: thousand one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I was at the lunch table. We were talking, and Sean Reyes and I. He he mentioned he he was joking about this song. I get wet. And so I listened to that one and Party Hard. I don't know where I first heard it. If it was on K Rock or what, but I think it just hit me so flat in the face. Like this was just like a like a straight up rock for how how long is this track? It's uh, three minutes, it got me right? Minutes, yeah. Which is surprising <laughs> because I feel like it's so much shorter with with how hard it hits you. It feels about ten for me, Justin. Just <laughs> <laughs> but I do recall it giving me that like a, a weird kind of motivation. It was like a happiness. Uh, and I listened to the album in its entirety a few times. I, uh, this is one of those albums I I have. I have the CD for this one. So going from it. It's not like the Chumbawamba story. No, I, think, I know. But right. You <laughs> from and then- <laughs> but you know what? I feel like every one of these tracks is the same song with just like inverted chords. And maybe he changes the lyrics around. Yeah. So like ready to die and it's time to – in fact, it's time to party and party hard to me sound like the same song. It's just like the song mm-hmm. it's time to party ends and it, goes, it just goes straight into party hard and you don't have any time to cap, like catch your breath. Like do you like Queens of the Stone Age on purpose? Only a couple of songs. I got okay. Yeah. yeah, One of their albums, but on the list, I did the the whole like listen to like one yeah. or two tracks. I don't like
0: any of their songs. I'm only familiar with a couple of songs that maybe you like. But like, that's another band that I feel like everyone won't shut up about, and is so always on about, and loves Josh Homme or whatever his name is. And I hate everything about that band. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, maybe then I can and get this, on that. This slots into whatever that genre okay. is to me.
1: I see. Maybe I, maybe I can understand where you're coming from then with that. I mean, with that yeah. thinking if about if your Queens band
0: has Age. long hair, I'm pretty much out. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the, I think Queens of the Stone Age, the, their one save for me, their one saving grace was that Dave Grohl was associated with them, right? For um, when yeah, they, and I went into it like, why Dave? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I because I you know, and I feel like Dave knows good rock music, and and what yeah. would, when we did the, it definitely seems like something Dave Grohl would be into, yeah. though. But like, yeah,
0: yeah. What is it? Them that it's not for me, and the, and I will stand by not liking a band if your if your band has long hair. Rick needs to cut that hair, dog. <laughs> like I never said that on pod. I don't think, but Rick needs to cut those locks. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, hundred percent, hundo. <laughs> Why? What makes you say that? Then I don't know. I don't like like Dave. Whenever I watch Learn to Fly, I'm like, that's Dave Kroll. That's
1: really? Dave. I was looking at a picture of. Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell, and they both had long hair. And I think Eddie Vedder still got long hair. Um, but then mm-hmm. there was a period of time, and it might have been when he did Audio Slave, when Chris Cornell cut his hair super yes. short. Same thing with Dave Grohl. And I feel like that was the thing that people were doing in the time and they realized their mistake after they had done it. <laughs> and so they both tried to grow their hair back out. Because now, look, Dave, after that one album, with, and the yeah. whole front of that is the back of his neck with that, with that temporary tattoo of the Foo Fighters logo mm-hmm. on the back of it. And I thought, that's such a cool look. And in fact, I... I wanted to put the t- that tattoo on. I still have it. And, and you know, I never used it. <laughs> <laughs> but that that to me was a very memorable Dave, but it's not what Dave wanted to be. And you can definitely tell that he's just he went right back to having that long hair. He's like, this is what yeah. I want to be. A rocker. Dave is
0: one of the only people that can get away with it, but still I
1: like Dave when he had short hair. And is it because you feel like he could work at a subway and you wouldn't like think twice about it? Like he would he'd be <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I I think he's still, I mean, now he's way more scary to me. Like if I saw him in like early two thousands, Dave with his hair cut short, I feel like we could get off and like have a good time and and be good friends. And like now it's, I'd feel so intimidated by him just, (laughs) just with his persona and that hair.
0: Yeah. But then he went down to the LA mission and fed people for 16 hours. Right. Slept down there. What a (laughs) fucking guy. Love Dave girl. Uh, um, anyway, hair, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, Andrew WK had long hair and it was just like it was like that that Queens of the Stone Age adjacent rock and I just not into it. I don't like rock music, I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, I was just thinking about this the other day. I I it's hard for me as much as I'm like saturated in all this new rock music. There's different like different offshoots that I I've, I've been enjoying. There's like lower key rock music, more pop-rocky stuff that's contemporary. But I haven't heard a good Like full on rock album from start to finish. That I go, this is good rock music. I've I've heard them like. What about Turnstile? Remember we were up at Big Bear. Yeah, we were
0: at the bar and everybody, you, Lindsay, Susie, me, we're all like, what is this? This is really good. Yeah, I couldn't. (laughs) I I listened to it once. Might be (laughs) Turnstile.
1: Yeah, I listened to that album once over, and that was that was it. I was like, I listened to it. I you know, there's a couple of tracks. It's a lot
0: for me. I think I think there'll be a fun opener for Blink yeah but like because they're opening for blink this summer but yeah it's like i guess I, I, yeah i'm the same like but to me that was like the first rock album that i heard in a long time and i was like oh fuck okay there's something interesting happening here <laughs> outside of like pop punk or like easy core or something yeah that I usually would listen to
1: there were a, there were two albums i think that i can recall right now outside of jimmy world where i've listened to an album and i and i listen to it from front to back and loved every song of it and listened to it again. It wasn't just a one-time thing. The, fir- the one of them i mentioned to you before, and it was story of the year. All mm-hmm. right. That, that album I loved. That was like my introduction to like, like emo, but <laughs> mm-hmm. like that, that, that type of emo. And then there was, and this is a bad one, three doors down their first album. I don't know what it was about it. I think their guitarist is, he's just is like a, the he, Superman one. Uh, yes. He's just a rock guitarist. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's pretty well known for his his skills, but I think it it the lyrics and the songs were you know well written. But I think that the sound of his guitar and how he played, like outside of Foo Fighters and, and bands like that, I felt like that was a good solid album. And I still remember me telling my mom, "Hey mom, uh, you know if these guys put out a second album, I'm definitely gonna get it." Uh, sight unseen because I just like him that much. So I've been I've been searching for a good rock album out now i'm not gonna find that with queens of the stone age i might listen to it once yeah. and go eh, it's cool it's like you know it's like hard and it's hard interesting
0: because like i'll always check out a NoFX record or a blink record obviously a blink record or like uh afi or something like that but like that's not what we're talking about we both know what we're talking about how do we put our finger on what it right. is right i about? know like the like not alternative like like straight down the middle. Well, like, let's rock, say, like, right? like, like even
1: if, if we go Cohegan Cambria, that's like almost progressive rock, and that's the kind of sound I want. If they did that in more right. uh, digestible, like two minute songs where they had an album, <laughs> I like- was going to
0: say, because their last record is incredible, and that's a rock record, but right. like, I still would put that in the alt rock right. realm. This isn't like a down the middle rock album. This isn't like, like, I do, like, I guess I don't. Anytime Foo Fighters comes out with a single, it's good. I will say that. Yeah. Like I may not listen to the whole record, but all their singles are yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, and I think Foo Fighters is the best rock band. Like, you know what I mean? Like down the middle. Um, because they're not alt. Like I guess I I guess you know whoever picked genres knew what they were talking about. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so I'm still on that search for a good rock that I could show you, and you would probably go, "Oh, I really like this full album." And you could like it on more than one listen. Yeah. haven't found it yet, man.
0: Yeah. 484 J-Pod if you want to suggest (laughs) anything to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. I I have a primer here for Andrew W.K. And maybe you can elaborate. All right. I'll I'll read the I'll read the 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 lowest hanging fruit. And maybe you can dig us in a little further. Andrew Federley Wilkes Cryer, born May 9th, 1979, known professionally as Andrew W.K., is an American conceptual performance artist Rock singer, multi instrumentalist, record producer, and actor, raised in Michigan, Wilkes Cryer began his musical career in the mid 1990s. He, perform- he performed in a number of local bands before eventually moving to New York, where he produced his first recordings under the Andrew WK moniker. And that's what I wrote from his Wikipedia. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, I so I <laughs> I didn't really know much about him. He always seemed very mysterious, but you look at gosh where was I looking I want to say it was when I was doing the research there's um it must have been one of those album covers you know like the newer album covers that weezers come out with where they look hand painted like uh the death mm-hmm. death to false metal and things like that there is like a picture of him that just looks like he's got the white t-shirt on the hair draped down just looking down kind of off to the side and it's just he looks almost like this like a god the way that the people <laughs> have pictured or portrayed him. And that's yeah. kind of how I always saw him because he was so mysterious to me. He just seemed like this guy that went out and rocked, played played music well, gave it 110% and came back. Um, but then when I was doing reading and in research about him, I found that he actually does play piano and can play fairly well. Uh, but some of those videos, like he got really weird, like very dark everything <laughs> with his actions. Um, there were a couple you want to listen to a couple of things. I have something. Yeah, from please. Yeah. Tiny desk. Um, I don't think, let me see if I've, so 1312, let's go to 1312. All right. This is him. Is this in watch together? Yeah. I'm going to go here. 1312. This is at a tiny desk from 2005. Hey, oh, it, it worked. It says 2009 though. Oops. 2009. I'm sorry. Uh, um, oh, okay. What did I say? 1312. It started, it loaded it and then it went back. I swear, man, they're, they're, uh, (laughs) it works sometimes, it doesn't. All right. This is him playing I Get Wet. It's so crazy to think
0: 2009 is more than 10 years ago. Yeah.
1: 2009 too it does look this is a Sony like a camera or something right yeah I well, think it does do a couple of lyrics here right? let's see
3: I say, you watch what I do. I'm gonna get on you because I really don't care. I really don't care. You're never going to go nowhere. You watch what you say, you watch what I do. I'm gonna get on you because I really don't care. I really don't care. I'm never going to go nowhere. I get wet. When a part you is dying. I get wet without even trying. I get wet. 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 I get wet I get
0: like, is this like a Tim Mitchell type of like wet. comedy piano thing? Like, I, I just I, so he
1: at the beginning he goes, you, you guys want me to start playing? It's almost like they they caught him on the street and said, "Hey, are you Andrew WK? Do you want to come in and play this Yamaha right. Motif keyboard for a little bit?" Yeah, and I almost it's felt like for me, all of the other <laughs> piano stuff because I wanted to find something that was impressive, right? Um, all the other and, piano and it stuff, was like it's he did look like a child at a recital, but it sounded good if I didn't look at it, <laughs> right? There was another one um, and this was a long time ago this was I put 6 minutes and 47. Let's watch this one. Please. This one I, is, want, I want you to
0: change my mind. Okay. I'm that well, I'm almost, i that guy with almost changed the my table. own
1: mind back. So this starts with him underneath a a, a baby grand piano um, conducting this woman's conducting an interview with him underneath the piano. So it's already strange. Um and this, after four or five minutes, she convinces him to get out and play his song. So he's going to play. And this is
0: like this. This is like on paper. I would be into this. Do I just not like him? <laughs> I, just don't I don't know. know. And you know
1: what?
3: I don't know what to think about that.
1: So let's go to six forty-seven. <laughs> uh, That's a great soundbite. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. what think, think about think that. About that. So, this is after he's been underneath this piano. And maybe it is. Maybe he's just coming off weird. Like, he's the guy, if you met him at a party, you would write him off and say, I'm not going to be friends with this guy. I can already tell he and I share different viewpoints. Um, I don't know. So, just watch this. This is him. <laughs> and it's titled Andrew WK Reeks, Causes Havoc, wanna and know. Breaks Hand During Live TV Performance. So I imagine at some point now he's breaking, you know,
0: Like I'm assuming he's wearing the dad sneakers ironically but like it's not cute. <laughs> See he just played like a couple of <laughs> He looks like cousin it. <laughs>
1: like I don't know what I don't know what's real what's serious and what's what's artistry and there see
0: You know who like, else I, I never got? Andy Kaufman. I didn't even watch Man on the Moon because I just don't. I don't get Andy Kaufman. I don't. It's Andy Kaufman. He's doing Andy Kaufman, right?
1: I guess, yeah. And then he walks off before he comes it's back not, and talks. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't think I watched enough Andy Kaufman outside of Taxi and, and shows that he was on like his persona when he was. You know, doing but you know like the whole show? thing
0: where like he became a boxer or something. I just yeah. don't, I'm not interested. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> well, in wholesome news with Thank Andrew you. WK, maybe this will, will, um, oh, I think you're gonna play something I hadn't had set aside. Was it, I might love it.
1: Wait, what <laughs> was it? The drumming world oh, record? Let me see. Let's see. This is the 24 hour drumming world record. Oh no, but I did like the idea of this. Him okay. And Quest Love. Yes. Yeah. This was Thursday, June 20th, 2013. So this was after that. This is a few years after. I don't know if you... Okay, now we're 10 years ago. So here we go. Right. So this was... And this was when TMZ had interviewed him. It's a very short little interview, but we can talk with him about... Or hear what he has to say about this. So we played for 24 hours straight.
4: That is no ordinary drum roll. Welcome back to TMZ Live. That is Andrew WK finishing up 24 hours straight of drumming in Times Square. This uh, is an uh, this is uh, uh, he, this is a record. It's a world record. Nobody has ever drummed for 24 straight hours. It's, you, I expect his arms to fall off. Yeah, like if that. you think <laughs> about this, it's just unbelievable. So let's bring him in right now. Uh, Andrew Kane joins us. Welcome to TMZ Live.
3: Thank you, this is a huge privilege and an honor. I'm just, uh, I'm starstruck by you, Harvey. This, oh. is, this is, I'm serious. Wait,
4: I thought you were talking about the, having the record. Wait, hey, dude. Oh, no, no, no,
3: that, that can't compare. Just to uh, be on teams at TMZ. No, thank you very much. I'm actually in uh, Michigan. I flew out early this morning from New York because I'm playing a show in Detroit tonight. Um, But uh, thank you for having me on.
4: Wait, you're doing a show tonight? You drummed for 24 How hours and now <laughs> you're gonna are do a you show doing tonight? That?
3: Uh, I do feel a bit. I, I, the closest I can uh, uh, compare any of the ways uh, I felt during this whole experience, going back two days now, it's just very psychedelic, uh, abstract concept at this point.
4: By the way, we're looking at Cuba Gooding Jr. helping you along. <laughs> and, okay, the Quest loves there too. So you had yes. some, you had some uh, guest stars with you. First, the first question: Why?
3: Well, uh, I was invited to do it. MTV, VH1 and CMT have this uh, O Music Awards and they nominated me for uh, best Twitter user and I was going to be in Manhattan where I've lived for uh, the last 16 years. I'm on tour now though. But I happened to be there when they were having the award so I said can I be part of this in person uh, in their Times Square studio and they said actually it's great that you ask because we're looking for someone to drum for 24 hours to set this record. And before really thinking about it, uh, I said yes, and then I realized, of course, that now I was going to have to drum for 24 hours.
4: So how do you how do you actually... I mean, let, let's talk about basic stuff. You are literally holding those sticks, drumming nonstop for a day. For example, how do you go to the bathroom?
3: Uh, well, the, the, the world record organization that monitored the event, they uh, required that I take five minutes uh, every hour. Um, but what's interesting is after the first... That's a long Three, time. Three, four hours. Yeah. I didn't even have to go to the bathroom. I didn't go to the bathroom for the last 20 hours. I've never experienced that before.
1: Uh, I'm a, a big fan of yours, and I'm also a drummer, and so I know how tiring it gets when you drum for, like, I, I can barely drum for an hour and I get tired. So, how yeah. did, did you have to, like, do anything to repair for this? And then drumming for 24 hours is serious.
3: I trained for this with air drumming, uh, holding weights, small barbells in my hand instead of, uh, I mean, small dumbbells instead of uh, sticks, and I think that helped a lot. My arms didn't get tired. Mostly, my whole body was just an excruciating pain. Yeah, I mean,
1: I would imagine your legs were pretty
3: tired during all that. My time. legs, my back. It was really my back was the most uh, sore for the last twelve hours. So, so,
4: what what are you doing? Are you are you um, kind of doing like a drum roll? Are you doing different things? Are you playing songs? I mean, what do you do for twenty four?
3: All of the above. Anything to keep it uh, as interesting as possible for myself. Uh, you know,
4: what, was there a moment like? 13 hours in where you said, this is ridiculous, Why am I, doing I, can't this? I, I can't do
3: this. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It was every emotion. Uh, it was definitely as hard as anything I've ever done. I never really uh, put myself through something quite like that. Stayed up for 24 hours before. I've stayed up for 36 hours, but never while doing something as physical as drumming.
4: So what do they give you?
3: Um, a little uh, a little piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, You know, it was just to have all those people there with me, all these amazing drummers. Um, you were mentioning Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, Chad Smith actually was one of the last, the last drummer. And and the energy they gave me and people all around the world, you know, cheering me on through the computer, it was uh, unforgettable. You
4: know, so, Andrew, when you hit the stage tonight, are you going to drum? You're going to leave <laughs> no.
3: that to someone else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just going to play keyboard. That's my main instrument. All right. Okay.
1: Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> I watched, I think, from when Chad Smith was showed up so it was like the last hour or so that i caught it um i thought and i thought that was a pretty noble thing to do right that that he did that uh yeah so i was a little disturbed looking at that other footage of him <laughs> but the guy does <laughs> like to party hard man
0: i guess it's just i, I guess i
1: don't <laughs> <laughs> well i think that you and i have grown up <laughs> to a point to where i feel like we know our limits and yeah. uh and it's just it's exhausting to watch someone like watching him do that video walk walk Get you up party
0: selectively like I can party hard, but I don't want to go to a party where I don't know anybody and party hard. And I don't like a lot of people. So I can party with like 10 people max. Yeah. I'll party hard with 10 people. <laughs> More than that. I'm not partying hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> party moderately. <laughs> yeah.
0: And maybe that's why I'm hosting a Jimmy World podcast. Yeah. Way. Right. <laughs> and we're
1: not doing Queens of the Stone Age. And we're not doing yeah. uh, some other hard- hardcore band. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, anything else about Andrew WK? No, I don't. Did I change your perception of him at all? Or do you still feel the same way?
0: He seemed pretty normal in the TMZ interview. Yeah, Um, he did.
1: And that was the first one that I watched. So me,
0: there's something later that like, I want to watch. I started watching the beginning of, and I want to see the rest of it, but, um, that I liked, I think. Um, so I'll show that, um, Andrew WK. Oh, here's, here's about the songs release party hard from Andrew WK. Um, Pretty Hard is a song by Andrew WK first released as a single in 2001 and included on his first album I Get Wet. The song provided Andrew WK with his first mainstream hit reaching number 19 on the UK Singles Chart upon release. Who was like why did this song? Why did why did this record get any traction at all? Like who was he? Is he? Who who cared to hear this song?
1: Yeah, I bet you it was terrestrial radio. So he's from Michigan, yeah. right? So like he Queens was from of the Stone
0: Age, which I don't like. Had Dave Grohl behind it, so like you know
1: what I mean, like right? Uh, I don't, I couldn't tell you, but I know that I heard about it. So this album came out when it says it's, it was listed as January first of two thousand one. It's
0: October nineteenth, uh, twenty 2001. Okay. and that's six months after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. So I was still riding high off of that record.
1: So then I must have heard it before because I. There's no way that I was in at. I graduated in 2001, so there's no way that I was in. Am I misremembering? There's no way I'm misremember, misremembering high school because I, well, I distinctly let's, let's take a look.
0: Maybe the single came out beforehand. Let's that
1: might have been it, and I maybe that's what got traction was that single came from came Pardon. came from the Midwest, right? I don't know how it got out here. Word yeah, it had to be Part word of mouth.
0: 2001.
1: Yeah, the single too.
0: Yeah, because that was the single with the B side was Violent Life. Huh. Yeah. It was named the 89th best hard rock song of all time by VH1. Hard rock song? Like, what even is hard rock?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, Room to Breathe in 1998. Huh. Yeah, there's no way I'm misremembering this. I mean, unless I had a, the, the most vivid dream. The <laughs> <A> demo. <laughs> Were you the guy that goes back to high school and, like, hangs out? Yeah, right? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey? All right, all That's right. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I get
0: older, they all stay the same. Mm-hmm. Promo single for the song was released to radio stations in the U.S. in 2002. The promo single had the title song, the video for the song, and a track, Titled Andrew WK. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I'm looking at it too. I yeah, I get wet. 2001. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, I'm sticking by my story. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, cl- I'm gonna corroborate my story with Sean. I'm yeah. gonna message him and say, Hey, do you remember yeah, you talking to me? Don't get Mandela
0: affected, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at a huh? green table. I remember it too. <laughs> at a green, table, the green oh table. And you said I get wet. <laughs> yeah. Um. I found
0: it. Oh, I found this comp. From two thousand two, um, CD the Sound Target compilation, Jimmy Eat World, Andrew WK, and Nickelback. Um, so it was just interesting that they were on a uh, get the. Oh man, this is okay. Andrew WK, she is beautiful. Let off the comp. Then Alien Ant Farm movies. We've already talked about that song on this podcast. Oh, yeah. It's an incredible song. Uh, Papa Roach legacy, Jimmy Eat World a praise chorus. Oh, sick. Unwritten law, C and Red, Nelly Furtado, Baby Girl lifehouse breathing newfound glory it's been a summer which is a great song it's burning up in here even though the bed is cold on your side uh injected bullet nickelback hangnail the only band on there i never heard of is inj- injected uh what's the name of this compilation it's called cd the sound 2002 target compilation
1: a target compilation Yep. <laughs> wow yeah. The sound. The sound. Various artists. Got in the picture, that outline is so
0: 2002. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, did anybody in any of those bands have hair like that? I <laughs> maybe unwritten law. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe they Nelly be Furtado, the closest. actually. They would be the closest. Who? Nelly Furtado, I think, had like a <laughs> like a if she jumped with the guitars, she had like kind of like a pixie cut. She did.
1: <laughs> yeah, the closest to me would be uh yeah, Unwritten Law. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and then, oh, speaking, you mentioned Scott Heisel earlier. Why? Oh, did uh, I, have yeah. so, uh, yeah, I have a tweet from Scott Heisel.
1: So yeah, tweet. Yeah, it says. Uh, oh, no, okay, cool. Yeah, that one, right?
0: Oh, well, it's a couple, right? So yeah, Happy Monday. Here's Jimmy, yes. world covering party hard. Yeah. Can we get Andrew WK to cover the middle in response? <laughs> yep. I'll put it out as a split seven inch. <laughs> and uh, and then, did you see Mary Kay's response?
1: Yes. So read that. <laughs> nah, pick a better Jew song for him to cover. The middle does not adequately represent who Jimmy at World is. I've said this before.
0: Maybe not lyrically, but it's by far Jew's most Andrew W.K.-esque song. The Relentless Positivity, see, even Scott yeah. says it, uh, is pure party energy.
1: Yeah, he's got the same take as you, man. It's too. You know? po- it's too positive. It's, it's relentless. It's
0: toxic positivity. I just don't...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um... And uh yeah that is all I have for track notes because uh, okay. uh, I don't have a ton on this all right um, uh, I've got a couple blurbs uh from articles um here's consequence of sound Jimmy says words about covering Andrew WK's party hard for the Japanese edition so remember this is like how Jew is a album how what 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 hook do I listen to right. so for surviving it says Jimmy says words about covering Andrew WK's party hard for the Japanese edition. We did a thing around the launch of the album in London, where we did like a session that was direct to vinyl. And people in England, they love cover songs, and we thought it would be a fun one to do. Back when physical sales were kind of a thing, not many bands as big uh, uh, were as big to where they could say our worldwide release is this date, and everyone's on board. Usually, that doesn't happen. So, in the areas of the world that you're just not quite as big in your record release is not as much of a priority there as it would be in the states. The extra songs that were always on people's Japanese only releases are so the domestic market will buy the local version of the album like uh, waiting to get the local version that has extra songs on it. Okay, that was a very confusing word to say, like, <laughs> put extra songs on the import versions <laughs> or the export versions, I guess. And then uh, Rodeo mag did a show review blurb. Uh, The band was having the time of their life ripping through tracks from their recent 10th studio album titled Surviving, as well as their hits. They even began their encore without ever leaving the stage with a cover of Andrew W.K.'s Party Hard, something that made way more sense than it probably should have. So I thought that was a nice little blurb. Any uh, article blurbs that you
1: found? No, but do you think the band... do you think the band didn't do like the didn't know Andrew WK like we came to find him in the in this research and they just picked like a cool rock song?
0: No, I kind of think that you do I, think I, they know Jim him. Jim seems like he's into that song and okay. I'll bet like celebrates the man's entire catalog. All right,
1: all right. <laughs> because it does give it a certain level of I don't know, when when Jimmy World cover a song, they have their way of doing any song, right? And it's just like it, it, it gained a little bit more respect for me. Mm-hmm. But again I already liked it. So I don't know. I was right. already kind of sold a nostalgia, and... yeah. A nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia exactly. For it.
0: Um here's a question. So if there's two things I could do with a playlist. So Jim has his partial attention playlist. Mm-hmm. Does he wipe it every week and put new
1: songs on it or are you able to go back to previous versions of no, the partial it's, attention it's all, playlist? You, yeah, it's like you you get it and that's it. Um
0: dang. I was going to say could you go through all of them and
1: see if he ever put an Andrew WK song? on any of them because right now he's got seven he and it's titled this or it the uh, the description is this week wait what <laughs> so it's yeah because he's had he had one i think it was a few weeks ago where it was like a it was almost like an hour or two hours it was huge and now it's seven songs oh i see not seven playlists no
0: but yeah. seven songs okay yeah that's that's manageable yeah because yeah i i like, I don't even listen to Mark Hoppus's Apple Music radio show, because I'm just like, I can't listen to it in double speed, and I don't want to hear the songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, okay, here are other versions. So, I'll play this version with David Bowie. David uh, David Bowie. David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, David Blaine is, like, in a Tesla coil or something. And so... Uh, <laughs> what? Uh yeah, it says, Andrew WK with David Blaine, Party Hard Tesla Coil Version. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and play on this, and then I'll look at the uh, video and see, like, what the hell is this? Andrew WK's plays a 1 million volt solo on the Tesla coils, an experience he described as the partiest thing I've ever done. This was posted October 8th, 2012. And John D. says, Andrew is so party, even without a mic, he was able to party the face off of the crowd. I just don't know what's happening here. And so, David Blaine is standing in the middle of this giant coil with... It's either raining or there's intentionally water dripping down. And then he's wearing what do they call that chain mesh suit? It's a chainmail suit. Okay, yeah. And he's wearing like a metal helmet.
1: And it's, it's pouring rain here, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah they're all I, At first I thought maybe they were like dousing, dousing him with yeah. water on top of electrocuting him. Like I'm just very confused about what's happening here. I don't even remember this stuff. This sounds like a keyboard room. A guitar sound. It does. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when you first get a keyboard for Christmas and you're like testing out all the sounds.
1: Hmm. <laughs> sine wave. Let's try this. <laughs> There's four more minutes of, or six more minutes of that. And I mean, I imagine at some point he gets into party hard, right? Oh, yeah, he must, right? He yeah. Must. almost like a carnival (laughs) (laughs) so do you think David Blaine feels anything like any kind of sensation at all
0: no No. <sighs> <laughs> Neat. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Me neither. <laughs> um, what was uh what was it? Uh, Rob Riggle, David Blaine. Oh no, it was like David Blaine Street Magic. Comedy, let's see. Uh yeah, this is it. <laughs> this uh this video here is so good. This was like the first I think this is like one of the first YouTube videos I ever saw.
1: Oh my God! I was hoping you would put this out there. <laughs> yes, I love this. Hey. Let's go see these guys.
3: Hey, fellas. Hey. hey. No. No. no, no, David Blaine. No, no, no. 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 I'm And that's name. what's his name from SNL now. You want to see some magic? No. no, you made fools out of us last time. No, thank you. Look, we were just out shopping all day. We just want to go into my apartment and relax. So bye we, bye. We're doing go. Go shopping. We went to an outlet store, okay? You wouldn't have heard it's of it. It's not trendy yet. Nobody knows about it. What'd you buy? Uh, I bought a green sweater, if you want to know. Okay, Blue I bought whip. a green sweater. Interesting. Are you sure you didn't buy a teddy bear? <laughs> yes, I'm sure I didn't. Yeah. Teddy bear, what, what the F? The <laughs> look. Kiddie- I always love the look. Yeah, it's where so good. sweater? Uh. David Blaine, David Blaine, he bought a green sweater,
1: okay? So you can't just make that disappear, okay? That's like stealing. It's the equivalent of stealing. So
3: where is it? I spent like $48, so you're not being clever at this point, all right? You're being mean, you're being stupid. Where is it? Look at your effing body right now, Peter. What the? What's eff- the-,
4: How the I was holding things. Did you feel <laughs> anything? You I was holding anything? things. Stretched it out probably. Thank you.
1: Please. Please this looks like it was it. recorded it. down stop. the street from you.
2: Hey. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. This is out? in my alley, for <laughs> sure. Orange
3: soda, ooh, big favorite. You're gonna turn it into a teddy bear. I'm holding it. Orange soda, huh? Hey, what else is orange? What else is orange? I don't know.
2: Cheezits. <laughs> Cheezits. What? Cheezits. <laughs> Cheezits oh, in the its <laughs> Cheezits. it up. Cheezits. Where's my? What year was this? <laughs>
0: Oh, man, I don't know. Let's see. Let's go to it. Because I don't even know what it is. It's like one of the first YouTube. So, the YouTube video alone is 15 years old. Yeah. It was posted December 9th, 2007. Yeah, it's Mikey Day. Uh, the original David Blaine Street Magic Part 2. So, where's the Part 1? Let's see. Uh, David Blaine Street Magic oh, Part 3. Street Magic YouTube edition. Okay, this is 16 years ago. And, oh, my God. And the aspect ratio is all fucked up. That's great. This is October 12th. <laughs> 2006 and look at the aspect ratio is all messed
1: up <laughs> this is the uh, the left third oh my god alright these guys alright
0: these guys
3: hey. hey fellas hey I'm taking the street magic special you want to see some magic? Oh
1: my God, you're David this Blaine! This is definitely David the ventriloquist thing. Was incredible. <laughs> hey, you want to see some magic? Yeah, sure. of course. <laughs> right. Pick a card. Oh my! Is this gonna be on TV? Sure, I
2: don't let him see it. I don't let him see it. This is gonna be on TV. It might
1: be. All right. Put it back in the deck.
2: Oh my God, this is crazy! You're David Blaine! <laughs> Is that your card? Uh, no, nope, no, that it's is not. not our card. Nope. Interesting. Nope. Interesting. Lift up your shirt. What? 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 Who? You. Lift up your shirt. Ow! What the, <laughs> hell? What the, the look.
1: What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> it's all the looks, man. You know what? This
0: is gonna be our this has gotta be our
1: uh, the the <laughs> artwork for the episode. is. <laughs> <laughs> David Blade knows how to party art. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know if it was this one But there was one where a guy Like was doing street magic like David Blaine But he was like doing it on everyday objects So he would go to like the mall Where the elevator you can see the elevator going up But he would like go like he would do the oh. hand thing Like he was going up. <laughs> And then he would stand in front of the grocery store Sliding doors and like do like yeah. <laughs> So, so good. That was another early YouTube video I remember Anyway YouTube Ever heard of it? Yeah <laughs> Uh, okay so there's that (laughs) that was a big digression okay this one is the one I think might change my mind here we go this is really cute party hard sing along with Andrew WK Narvez cover music covers reality changers here we go There's nothing written specifically about this cover in the description. I'm surprised. You, you worked all night. Oh, yeah. When you're working,
3: you feel all right. But when, when things stop feeling all right, all right,
0: everything is all right. So let's get a
3: party going. It's so cute. Yeah. Let's get a party going.
0: Like, it would have been pretty cute, but the fact that Andrew's there in his whole outfit and everything is pretty great.
3: what's up wreckers don't forget to watch meet me at the wreck on youtube go
0: i don't understand oh wait is this like a is this jack black and skateboarders
2: what's up wreckers
0: oh is this like an andrew wk like kid show i'm very confused about what's happening. he is six foot three god it's nuts i buy it yeah yeah Gee, his shirts fit like he's six foot three, yeah. Right. <laughs> like they fit up top, but then they're too short. <laughs> um, all right, so that was uh my take there. So I've got two, three covers.
1: Good, let's listen to them yeah. all because I don't have any. I didn't even bother going through. Oh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. all right, let's let's do the non pro one, but I still pulled it and I forget why. I think this is Mr. Blank. Uh, I'm gonna play paste this and watch together and. Party Hard by Mr. Blank, Andrew WK Cover. Why did I pull this? Everyone's asleep in the studio. Red Solo cups, pizza boxes. The horns, yeah. minor here how come the song doesn't go in a minor in a couple other places? Yeah, That's pretty fun. <laughs> it does have a Said cool that. intro,
1: though. Have you know, going in before it goes actually drops into the the verse and the actual mm-hmm. chord progression? It's got a cool little intro, yeah. Still not sold, though, huh?
0: Um, eh. uh, here <laughs> is Lounge Kittens. So, Lounge Kittens is a uh, a trio of uh, ladies that do, I think, usually they'll do like 1940s style harmonies of like. Modern so they're kinda of like postmodern jukebox. So think think that. You know, uh what's that? The Giggles the Clown or whatever the fuck his name is. Sappy <laughs> the Clown. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when it's
4: time to body, we will body
2: hard. You work all night, and when you work you don't feel alright And when when things stop feeling alright and everything is alright Cause we will never listen to your rules
1: we Ooh they got the right course
2: do as others do we know what we want and we get it from you We do what we like
3: and we like what we do So let's get a party going Let's get a party going Now it's time to party we will party hard. Party hard. Get a party going. Let's
2: get a party going.
3: When it's time to party, we will always party party hard. hard. Party hard. Hard. Party
2: hard. Party 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 hard. Hard. Hard.
0: Hard. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) Yeah, pretty fun, right? This is from their EP, Just the Tip. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, pretty good. (laughs) Um, okay, and last one I have is from a band called Group Love. How do I know Group Love?
1: Group Love, they've they had, had a like songs like 2013. Songs. Yeah, I think about that. Yeah.
0: Let's see what what's their big tongue tied? The one you know, tongue tied. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, this oh, yeah. one. Let's take a listen to a little bit Here. of tongue tied real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like this song.
1: They go woo, right?
0: Yeah. It's like an LCD sound system vibe.
1: yeah that's it yeah I remember listening to that going to the to the beach yeah that's a good song I like that one yeah okay um,
0: uh, here's group love covering Andrew WK's Party Hard so let's see if it sounds like that but Party Hard
4: with some help from our readers the AV Club made another list
0: of 25 songs and we're inviting bands into our little round room to cover them once a song is performed it gets crossed off the list so the later a band comes in the fewer songs they'll have to choose from this is AV Undercover Series 3 Quite the intro. Yeah. Is Steve O in this band? Yeah, right? No, I'm in the end.
3: No, 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 I'm here for it. Yeah. Why did you pick Party Hard off our list?
2: Uh, we liked that it was such a recognizable song lyrically, so we knew we could do it. She wanted to say stupid. <laughs> whatever
3: we wanted. Yeah. And
2: no one else liked the Steve Albini uh, idea. <laughs> was, that, was that the one you wanted to do? Not really. A little bit. Yeah.
0: A little bit. <laughs> Well, this is a much nicer song, and you've yeah. made it a really nice song. Yeah, and
2: it kind of goes with the group love vibe, because we like to party. Yeah. Hard.
1: Whoa, so much reading. Nice. They got the blood going on and everything.
0: I want to see that dude's bass. of state. similar to the jazz bass I have
1: that stretch yeah man four frets dude
0: These are vibes from that. Very fun. <laughs> the, yeah. That was fun. I like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> a sweet harmonies the other. too, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's all the covers. I, I don't want to forget that we want to play the vinyl. So shall we do rave DJs? Sure. Let's do I already, it. I, already, I think I already know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <'cause laughs> I, think I was pretty pretty, I was pretty
1: happy about how it came out. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, let's, let's listen to it. And then I've got one. Okay. Here we go. This is Hard Party. Jimmy World and Andrew W.K. Send in an intro. <laughs> yeah. to let it play through man it, yeah, no, it was that was great it was it 90 of that was Jim and they just they had they had Andrew WK's like uh the beat underneath <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 oh man super fun yeah uh, okay so there you have it nice so one
0: vibe I get from that is uh the darkness oh the, yeah the, that song fits very much in with uh the song. If I were to choose one as like a fun party anthem, I would choose the darkness over Andrew WK. Does that yeah. say? Does that say
1: something about me? No, I think <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think the dark, especially with their song. <laughs> I, I believe in the thing called love. I think they came on and it was more of a enjoy this a note, and, I, and it was. You know, but I think Andrew right. WK is like shoving it down your throat. You got to party hard, and maybe that's right. what put you off. It's Like maybe yeah. I don't want to party hard right now, Andrew WK.
0: I guess maybe it's, that's what it is. I don't want to party hard. I want to party fun. there you go, so I made darkness hard. <laughs> perfect, all right) <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's too rocking. Yeah. Well look at <laughs> look at your uh iMessage real quick. I I sent you something. Oh wait, let's see. <laughs> 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 That's the second time we've used the bus meme, huh? <laughs> the bus train it's meme. Good. Party fun? <laughs> party hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh uh,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so uh, we're gonna have to do some creative editing um, for those listening live. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody. Um, but uh, uh, I'm gonna go get the vinyl. I'm gonna turn my turntable on, and then I gotta set the mic and such. Oh, I'll, I'll go uh, cordless here. Oh, sick. Um, and uh, and I'll have to take it over to the thing. So uh, give me a couple minutes to get that all set up. And uh, sure thing Go on a hiatus here. I'm going to hang this here while I go get the vinyl. All
1: right. Uh, I'll be right back. Do your thing.
0: What is this video game music? (laughs) This is like fantasy hard. (laughs) So check this out. I had already opened it or it Uh was never sealed, but it is. The gold vinyl. Yes, look at that butte.
1: Oh man, so like shiny.
0: A, it's marbled. Yeah. So, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna see my computer pull away from where it is. I'm gonna walk it over here. I'm gonna put it near the record player so we can hear Jim say his thing, but like, not blow out the speakers right. <laughs> or not the speakers, but the house. <laughs> right. Like that sounds okay there, right? Yeah. saying what they say. She's just saying woo a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah,
1: right? And that's... <laughs> Wait. Yeah, he
0: didn't say anything. Huh. You can hear that spring yeah. reverb. Yeah, I gotta clean that uh, head. Yeah, man. He didn't that's... say shit. <laughs>
2: well, that...
0: Debunked. That was a trick to get you spin your vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. I did my best.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you for grabbing all that stuff and <laughs> doing it to for put sure. it together. <laughs> so. So that was that was a bust. I'm glad we were able to debunk that there was. He actually said, proof that there, he says nothing."
0: Right? Yeah, nothing I mean, it could be it. my turntable. That's possible, I but guess unlikely. It, <laughs> like it, it played out all the way to the middle of the spine. So yeah, and what, didn't what, didn't
1: it? Uh, what, what was it looping on him? Like whoo, whoo. Oh yeah, yeah, But I don't think that was the. Loop. Yeah. There was something. Oh no, there, I mean, but... yeah, I thought to myself, I think that's just looping. When when you <laughs> yeah. I was saying, you know, it. I was like, it's a perfect. Uh, it's a perfect uh, whoop, repeat. Whoop, whoop, yeah. Whoop. <laughs> so we missed. Um, there wasn't much on community. You didn't have any community, right? No, I there don't. There was a Mm-mm. few polls that I came across that I, I figured we would just forget about those. I wanted to talk real quick. Um, this will be our community section here. Is Joe Hayes, October twentieth, twenty twenty. This was that post I was talking about on the Facebook group, uh, and he was one of the lucky people that got to be at this London recording thing. So this is what he said. A year ago today, I traveled down to London to witness Jimmy World record songs live to vinyl in an amazing exclusive event for just 50 guests. The venue was a famous recording studio that has recorded the likes of Queen and yet my favorite band were going to join that list of recording alumni. Thanks to this fan group, I connected with different members forming a special bond by the end of the night. We drank surviving inspired cocktails and toured the studios, and we had the greatest connection with the band when they walked into the mastering suite and hung out with us being completely normal, although it was a struggle to act cool when seeing each member side by side with us in this small room. We then sat in the recording room to see the band record two songs, one of theirs and a cover of each song would have up to three takes. Whilst they played the songs, they would would be cut on a vinyl lathe. The band then treated us to a few live songs in the studio setup, but the coolest part of this section was seeing the band rehearse the opening section of 555 so that the recording engineer could set the soundboard up. Robin played all those eerie keyboard notes while Zach hit his touchpad repeating those claps for several minutes before they played it properly as a band. The band joined us for a short Q&A before signing records and memorabilia and taking a lot of photos. This capped off an amazing weekend, and I'm thankful for a vivid memory. I rarely attend events that just seem so perfect, and it really was a dream come true. Everyone was so nice. No one felt rushed hanging out with the band, and an experience with this band can't surely be bettered, for me at least. It's strange to think that we were looking forward to seeing this group's adventures around the world as the band announced tour after tour, and I long for the days when those memories can be shared again. P.S. Most of these photos were taken off the official event photographer's page, but I think obviously which ones are mine. So uh, we had all liked this, and this was that event where they were given those vinyls, right? That's right. So, so some of the people that were in there were commenting, "James now, Deville can't leave." Only believe it's been a these
0: year. two songs made it onto the ten-inch. So they played Five 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 live with Zach playing the claps and yeah. stuff. Yeah, unless that where was that? just to
1: get sound. You know, like what I mean, just to get the board set up and. I see. So they still only recorded these songs. Yeah. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So three takes for each one of those. But yeah, pretty cool, though, to be to be in that space with the yeah. band. So close. And
0: then should we play a little bit of the Jimmy World version? Because we talked a lot about the Andrew WK version.
1: Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead. We we heard right. most of it in, in the Rave DJ, but I think we could play it. isolated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's hear it clean here. Here yeah. we go. Going in time. <laughs> I was trying. It's yeah. all, it's
0: hard on a on a. I got to do it more on this. Twist that nipple, Muddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wrong one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard upside down.
2: <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Well, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song Party Hard by hey, man. Band Jimmy World by Andrew <laughs> WK?
1: Uh, I like the song just as much as I did before. Maybe even a smidge more because Jimmy World had covered it. Uh, yeah. It sounds a little bit cleaner. I like their axe effects on it. And I think this was a good addition to, I think this was a great addition, actually, to uh, Surviving. I think it fits with their, just like the power from the way that that whole album starts to have this in that Japanese, uh, the Japan release bonus yeah. track. I think it's a great fit, man. I like the song. May I, what about you, man? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I like Jimmy World doing this song. It's yeah. fun hearing them do it. But I just original song and the whole vibe of everything is just not for me. <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, um, I guess the closest I can say is, yeah, I guess my mind has changed on the song as a whole. Because Jimmy World did it and I enjoy their cover of it. And they seem like they're having fun. But yeah, that's it. My I guess, yes, my opinion on the song changed because of Jimmy Eat World, but the original song I would probably never listen to ever again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um without any further ado, if you find yourself at the back of a party saying, Oh, I'm glad everybody else is having a good time, just remember to be excellent to each other.
1: And party on dudes.